Networking and marketing made simple is for you, the business owner who has a product, a service, or a message that you believe in. My name is Scott Aaron, and each week we'll take a behind the scenes look into the real world marketing and networking tactics and strategies for getting what you have in front of you to a lot more people. Thanks for spending time with me. And now let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Networking and Marketing Made Simple. Super excited for today's episode because, well, number one, I have a, a returning guest. Uh, this individual was was on the podcast, God, in the, the baby phases of my podcast, well over two years ago, maybe even three years ago at this point. Uh, a lot has changed for both of us. Um if we had three hours, we would probably fill all three hours with what we can actually talk about, but we're going to make this very succinct uh, and short and sweet to the point. But the overarching big theme is obviously there are seasons in our business, in our lives, but uh, the person I have for you guys today is an expert on leadership and everything that it takes to be a great leader, not just for oneself, but for the business that you do have or want to have. And she's also a dear friend of mine. I love her dearly. And uh, I can't wait for you guys to learn from her today. So, Kareen Walsh, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. It's so great to be connected with you again. And I'm just here to serve, as you know. Like, so yes, what? That, what that is what into? you that's what you do best. It's <laughs> what you do best. So let, let's jump right in. Obviously, um, I will link uh the I'll, I'll link in the episode, the first episode that we did years ago, so people can learn from you that way. But um, I always like to start every podcast off the same way. If you could rewind your journey and press stop on that tape recorder at a specific moment in time that you feel was either a a pivotal or catalytic moment that set you on this path that you're on now. What did that moment look like for you? So to go in the past and hit rewind, you know, for some of us could be a little traumatic, <laughs> but I would say my, my most pivotal moment, the one that I, I tend to, I'd say call out the most because it was a game changer for me career wise that I didn't realize would have such an impact on me so many years later. So at the age of 23, I hit a glass ceiling and um, the job I had had, I was like one year out of college. I, you know, was all bright eyed, bushy tailed and eager. And yet here I am in a company where I busted my butt to be seen, to show my worth, to find value, um, add value and realized that um, the management team I was working for really just wanted me to stay the course and didn't have a growth plan for me. Um, so it was a pivotal moment for me because I, uh, I didn't realize how much the value system of growth mattered to me in uh, continuing to show up. I'm someone where my core values are love, creativity, and integrity. And the integrity one is the one that gets me in trouble. It's the one where, because I believe in follow through, and you know this about me, it's like when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. When you are someone who is eager and willing, and you're trying to follow through on the things you're going to say in a system that doesn't value 
your integrity, it can literally break you. And so it did. <laughs> it sent me to the ER um, where I literally was so stressed at that time in this job, super young, trying to prove myself that um, I ended up in the ER and was still worried about showing up for work the next day. Like that's how misaligned I was. And then when I finally approached my management team about, hey, you hired me for this. I've been doing 10 times as much. You know, I just want to know what's the growth path for me here and literally got the response. And I'll never forget being told this where I was like, I was shocked. It was the response was, I don't know what you're complaining about. What you're doing is your job. Just keep doing it. And for someone like me, who was like be above and beyond with everything I try to do to hear those words that the shock is probably the hardest thing that I had to swallow to be like, something's got to change. And I need to make sure that I'm in control of this change because no one obviously is going to direct my career the way I need it to go. But what really the lesson was, I was not going to let their limitations of what they could provide for me or guide me to stop me and make me feel limited. So that conversation I was on a Thursday. I remember it was a one-on-one -on -one conversation in one of those small little conference rooms where you're trying to have a growing conversation ends up being like a brick wall, not just a glass ceiling, <laughs> like I hit the brick wall. I realized that that by that Monday, it was time for me to resign. And I did not have a backup plan. And I, I did not necessarily have the financial means either to carry myself too long. But I had this knowing inside of me that if I didn't go find a company that I could grow with, that that would have crippled you know, my career and I would have become somebody that I'm not because I had to step outside my core values in order to be in it. So luckily I did, I resigned from that position uh, and it took me a couple months actually to find the next growth-based business. But once I did, that excelled my career in a way that I would never have had in that particular company I was with before. So it's a blessing in that it was probably one of the hardest moments I had to overcome, but it created a foundational growth mindset for me and the desire to consistently evolve, knowing that if I just take control of myself and my path and put myself in the environments where I can thrive, that's the best scenario for me. So if you could surmise what that number one lesson was that you learned in that whole experience that yeah. you've put into your book, your podcast, your courses, your mastermind, everything what is that one lesson that has carried over into all of that, that has allowed you to help so many people the way that you are? So what I didn't realize then, and now I see very clearly now is that I, I believe you have to master your exit. It's like, if you know how you're going to exit, it informs how you're going to lead it. And so that particular scenario showed me that I tried everything. I hit all four corners of the wall. There was no exit other than busting through it and actually ending that role that I had to play within that firm to go find my next one, which was like the fastest, I would say, rocket ship of growth that I could probably land on. So really to surmise it, it's don't let the limitations of others become your own. And if you're someone who values continuous growth, make sure that you are always growing and learning something yourself. 
but then finding the environments that you can grow within. And it literally is how I, yes, built my business for myself. It's like in my career, I became top executives in different tech companies. I was the senior director of mergers and acquisitions. I understand the how to build, launch and exit companies. But I find that when you find the internal exit strategies, when it's not a fit, that's actually what brings you the highest level of fulfillment because the faster you can manage the best way you want to exit the role you've been playing, then the faster you are growing yourself and giving room for someone else to step in. Yeah, I think, you know, we always hear about and talk about thinking about the end in mind and that that end in mind could be many things. It could be planning yep. an exit strategy um, in a corporate role that you have or maybe the sale of a business that you've created. Mm-hmm. From from everything that you've personally experienced from the corporate side of things, but also the entrepreneurial side of things and more closely looking at the entrepreneurial side of things, what do you think holds most entrepreneurs back when it comes to really creating that life that they want through um, either working for someone that they love and or creating a business that they love? And I just feel there's a lot of stagnation in, in business right now where people are just kind of complacent. They're clocking in, clocking out. You know, if someone listening to this can can resonate with that and they feel like they're in a rut, they've plateaued, they've gone backwards. A, what does that mean? And and, and B, what can they do to start shifting things and what they do want to do? I think it's a great question. I mean, whenever I have felt that way, because it's a common feeling when you have charted a course for yourself or you had this original vision, right? Like you wanted your business to do X or you wanted to earn a certain amount or you wanted to impact these people. And then you start to do those things. And then you realize internally the way I actually have done those things, I don't really like doing anymore, right? Like, or I don't really want to be the one doing that. Like how many times, Scott, with all the iterations of your own business, have you had to get out of your own way to be like, actually, I'm not the right person for this, you know, actually all the the time. time, right? So those are exit strategies too. Like that's the, that is the part of it. It's like exiting the role that's no longer a fit for you in your own business will help create the what's next for you. And it also will help grow your business because you've got out of your own way. So when you're sitting in stagnant energy, it's a, see them as signs, see them as signs. If you're misaligned in the role or the results aren't showing up the way you want it, or you're feeling stagnant because you're unsure of what to do next or what you've done, you've, you've kind of limited the who would be involved in it, whatever it is, do an evaluation, evaluate what is going on, face where you are right now. It's one of my exercises I do. And one of my monthly calls and anyone who's watching or listening can join me. It's heykareen.com slash retro. My retrospective exercise goes through three key questions. And then we come out of it with an action so that you can literally face what is going on and decide what you're going to do about it. Because stagnant means no action. So all you have to do is change to change that is take an aligned action. And this exercise helps you do that going through three simple questions, but it really helps you evaluate what to do next. And then you take action and you see, but you have to give yourself permission to let go of what's not working. And I think that's the hardest lesson learned, especially for founders of businesses or entrepreneurs. Like they feel like 
what they say they do is their identity when truly it's just doing something and you can change what you're doing. Yeah. It's not your identity. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, we've had the same mentors. We've been in the same masterminds, you know, yeah. we've grown together. Um, we've had to shift together at certain points and a lot has changed for the both of us in the last four years, you know, from 2019 to 2020, you know, we were in a high level mastermind together where, I mean, you want to talk about squeezing the juice out of it. That's all we did. We were, right. we were, <laughs> we were making, we were making, we were squeezing juice every day yeah. and it, it really helped us. Now, obviously when we, we left that mastermind, the pandemic hit and right. things were literally flipped upside down. Um, what has shifted most for you in, in the last 36 months from a business perspective? Obviously, you know, you were already doing online stuff. You were doing some in-person stuff as yeah. well. But what were some of the biggest shifts that you had to make in, in, the, in that time period that was very uncertain for a lot of people mm -hmm. that allowed you to shift in a great direction that you're still holding on to those things today that allowed you to grow and evolve in your business? It's a great question. What I realized during that time, the last 36 months is that I built a, a foundational service out of my company that allowed me and actually doubled during the pandemic that I didn't know that that was going to happen. It was this beautiful response from the time. And it's part of my consulting arm of, of my business, because at the time, people weren't hiring full time. And I have a sourcing side to my business. I only do it for specific clients that I am aligned with um, because it is not easy to be in the people business. But at that time, the demand got so high that I had to turn off or, or slow down my personal brand building, my speaking engagements, my wanting to tour around the world and do keynote talks, my my masterminds, everything that had to do with the more of the in-person work in order to dial up the virtual business. And I was fortunate that I had that in place. I actually helped a lot of people learn how to even build virtual practices because certain companies never had done it before. And so I leveraged what I knew during that time to be of service because that was me standing in integrity with, with a lot of suffering out there. The other thing that happened for me during that time was I had to face myself in a lot of ways. Because for me to be confined to a space and not be able to travel is like not who I am. <laughs> so that was a big challenge for myself where I was like, what is happening? Like, and I, I really realized that I was sitting in a lot of convincing energy. Like I was convincing myself, which I call self-manipulation, but I was convincing myself that I was okay with the circumstance when I wasn't. And then that led to, you know, really isolating myself. Like I was, I was truly becoming an energy that I did not recognize and decided, well, while I'm in this, I might as well face all of it. Like, where is this coming from where I can actually feel so disconnected from self? And so I went down the healing arts path and also included that in my service structure now, because I find that whenever I learn something, I like to teach it. I know you're very similar in that way, but, um, what I found was breath work. What I found was meditation. What I found was what does Kareem, the inner self need the most to be at her optimal in order to be able to serve in a virtual way, in an in-person way and be 
dialed up in all modalities. And I had a lot of shedding to do. So I leveraged the time with the slowdown of me not being able to travel as much to face a lot of the things that I needed internally to become a better version of myself. And is how I, I leverage the time. So what that ended up resulting in is becoming a certified breathwork healer. And now I host breathwork sessions for entrepreneurs and leaders who actually need this space, a trusted space to be able to release the trauma because we've all been through it. Like no one can say they went through this time and didn't have some form of trauma happen to them, whether it was a slowdown in business, a loss of a family member, a loss of a relationship, all this change that was kind of forced upon us there's trauma underlining all of it. And I believe if you if you don't face it and, and figure out what you wanna walk away with from that traumatic experience that can fuel you, then it will fracture you. It will fracture the foundation of not only who you are and all your relationships, whether it's work or personal, but also the foundation of the business you're trying to build. So that was a lot of a big shift for me. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. And and again, yeah, when you learn something, you want to teach it. And, you know, the, the, the pandemic for us enabled us to launch and, and grow our mastermind that now we're moving into our fourth year of our own. And I know that you have one coming up um, in the new year. And, you know, it's a great time to open up the doors, you know, as are we. Um, if, if someone was to ask Kareen, what you know, what her mastermind specializes in mm -hmm. and who it's best for and, you know, what could someone walk away uh, with from being a part of it? Yeah. What would you say to that person that asked that question? So my, what I realized is that I have this methodology that I've been using one-on-one -on -one with a lot of clients that is helping them grow and scale in an authentic way. So, so this mastermind is a six part mastermind. It's over six months. And with one virtually, and then we have one weekend workshop together where we all come together um, here in my hometown. And so what is great about this container is that you get not only um, the framework that I use to build and grow business, but also the support of who you have to become to lead it. So it's, it's a lot about you as the leader of your business. If you were to join this mastermind, it's it's for you to get that sounding board, that space, not only to have strategy and how to grow and scale your business, but also who do you have to become to lead it? And I think that's missing in a lot of um, other types of business masterminds is that it's all about the what. It's like, like the numbers and the drive towards the number of clients. And you're coming to this Yes, of course, you're going to come out of this with a network of people that you could do business with, of course. But if you don't know who you are in this and what your ultimate goal is as to why you're building and launching it, you're not going to be able to lead it in a, in a way that is sustainable. It will fracture. And so that is the goal of this mastermind is to give you the foundational skills to consistently evolve. It's leveraging my evolve methodology and it's to consistently go through the steps in order to build and grow in an authentic way to you. I love that. Well, for anyone that's interested, obviously we're going to leave a link in the description of this episode. So you guys can check out Kareen's uh, mastermind, apply to be a part of it to see if it's a good fit. Um, Kareen, what would you say, you know, before I get to my final question, Yeah. you know, 
if you had to answer this in like 30 to 60 seconds, if someone was to say, you know, what really sets you apart from other leadership coaches, leadership mentors, leadership trainers, however people want to classify you in 30 to 60 seconds, how, how would you say you are so different than anyone else in the space that you're in? I think one of the main differences is that I come with the experience. I'm not just a coach. I've actually done it myself. <laughs> so there's also, there's the, the proof is in the pudding type of situation. Like I know what works and what doesn't. The second thing is that I am the type of, of coach advisor where I meet you where you are right now. There's as a coach, we are detached from the outcome and anyone who says different is not a coach. So it's like, we are here to build you up to what you tell me you want to be. And I think I honor that. I honor that a hundred percent. And I also see you very clearly when we are interacting with each other of like, this is your truth. And I believe you now, where are we going from here? And I think that differentiates me because a lot of coaches that I've seen in this space are all about the outcomes, um, which yes, does have value, but I, I care a lot about who you actually are in your business. And I think that's where I humanize it a little bit. And I make sure that whatever we're designing is a fit for who you are and who you tell me you want to become. And that everything else doesn't really matter. <laughs> this is how I roll. <laughs> no, I, I think, uh, one of the most poignant things that you said is, is meeting people where they are. That's exactly what Nancy and I tell the, the members of our mastermind. It's not about where we are. It's about where you are and how we can meet you there and bring you forward to where you want to be. So I exactly your conduit. I, I like to say I'm a conduit. That's all we are. It's like yeah. we're conduits to help you get to where you want to go. And it's up to you to take action. We're not going to do it for you. Well, again, I always appreciate you. And I think we're probably going to have to, I'm sure this is not going to be the last time we're going to do these episodes because they're, <laughs> they get better and better every single time. Um, if someone is, is before I get to the final question, if someone is looking to learn more about you and everything that you have going on, where's the best place where people can find out? Well, so here is what I would love. If any of your people watching or listening have an actual direct question or challenge that they are facing in their business on my HeyKareen.com platform is where you can literally ask me a question. And what I do with that question is I will go and create a reel or send you an audio file and answer it. And then what I'll do, Scott, is when they men mention how they got to me, how they asked that question, how they found me, I will make sure you're aware of it too, so that I can share the answer with you in case it's a question you want to answer also on your show, because it is so critical to be of service. And both of us are. So heykareen.com is where you can go, click the ask, ask a question button. And that is probably the best way to stay connected with me and also get some on-demand coaching. Awesome. And all that information, obviously, will be the description of this episode as well. So Kareen, final question before we sign off today, what does success truly mean to you? The way I define success is as long as I can stand in my truth, with whatever I'm doing and whoever I'm engaging with, that is success to me. Short, sweet, and to the point. That's uh, that's the way we like things. Um, <laughs> Kareen, I, I can't express to you enough how much I appreciate you coming on, um, but also I'm always so grateful to, to reconnect with you, whether it's just a 
a non-recorded call, which we've had many of those. Yes. And um, I'm sure if we recorded those, they would be uh, amazing episodes as well, because we always find something to jam something. out on. <laughs> um, but I, I think, you know, over the last four you know plus years, I've just appreciated your support and your friendship so much. And, um, you know, I'm just really grateful for you and just love seeing you blossom and grow and expand and just really excited to see all the great things that you're going to be doing. So thank you again so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. As you know, I always love our conversations and however I can serve, I'm always here for you. So thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. And the feeling is mutual. So everyone watching and listening again, um, go to HeyKareen.com, ask her some questions. You'll get some great answers. But in addition to that, always support the podcast, subscribe, also leave a rating and a review. Let us know what you loved, what you would love to see more of. So everyone, please enjoy the rest of your days and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you are listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved, what you would like to see improved, or ideas you have for future episodes. And if you are interested in taking your business to the next level, don't hesitate to go to my website, www.scotterin.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together. And don't forget to check out my wife, Nancy, and mine, our free community on Facebook called LinkedIn Leads for Life. We would love to see you in there. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you, everyone, for your support. Grateful for each and every one of you.